1: Now for our story. Recently, Brett Cameron had been somewhat uneasy. He had an idea there might be gossip in Wakefield concerning his intimate friendship with Ben Calvert's wife. Brett suspected that Georgie Stewart, who was known as the town's chief gossip, might be on the track of something. He told Jesse they must be more cautious about seeing each other. But just the same, there were important matters pending, plans they must discuss. Today, as he sits in a deck chair on the little terrace in front of his cottage overlooking the river... Brett is wondering whether he should telephone his sweetheart. Then he sees Ben Calvert's black limousine drive into his driveway, parked under the trees by the house. A moment later, Jessie appears around the corner of the house. She approaches him rather shyly. Jessie! Hello, my dear.
0: Darling. I know I shouldn't
2: be here. Well, I'm very glad to see you. In fact, I was just thinking about you. Oh?
0: Then you're not cross with me?
2: I was afraid you would be. (laughs) Oh, sit down like a good girl and stop being silly. Good Lord, we have to see each other once in a while, regardless of the risk. Otherwise, life would be unbearably dull.
0: That's the way I feel. But after the last time I dropped in on you, I wasn't sure I should.
2: Now, Jesse.
0: Oh, I don't want to start anything, but I did feel a bit hesitant. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all over it now. But you'll never know what a nasty shock I got that day when I came by without warning and found Lily Devon.
2: Jesse, we went all through that situation. It was just a coincidence. Surely we're not going to start all over about Lily again.
0: No. No, I promise.
2: Besides, I haven't seen Lily since that day, and I'm in no rush to see her again. But you are going to be foolish next time.
0: Why? I'll be good. Calling would you makes me too miserable.
2: I hate it just as much as you do, Jesse. And as I said, the next day we can't afford to have misunderstandings, you and I. We have to work like a team if we are to Achieve what we want.
0: Yes, Fred, I know we do.
2: Well, tell me what's new. I haven't done a thing myself. I'm beginning to feel like a Tibetan monk. <laughs> oh, darling.
0: <laughs> that's the last role I'd pick for you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Still, I might look very handsome in a cassock and hood.
0: <laughs> You'd have to shave your head, you know.
2: Yeah, so I would. Well, I guess that settles it. I'll, I'll stick with you.
0: Oh, you've no idea how relieved I am. And, Brett, things may work out for us sooner than we thought. Oh? Yeah. Sooner and so much simpler. And even if we let things ride, just take their natural course. But we may not have to be involved at all. You
2: know what do you mean, Jesse? Is something happened?
0: Well, nothing definite. At least not so far. But I wouldn't be surprised. You see, Randy Lings opened an office.
2: Well, that's nice. But uh, what is Randy's opening an office to do with us? Or am I being stupid? Oh,
0: sorry. Of course you wouldn't get the connection. The point is, it's a real estate office.
2: A real estate office? Oh, wait a minute. And Ben's always had the only one in town.
0: Now you're getting the idea.
2: Oh, ho, ho. oh what a blow to Ben. You'd think <laughs> so if you could hear him. You know, especially Randy Lane. <laughs> Ben's against the entire Lane family just on general principle, isn't he? Yeah,
0: he always has been, ever since I've known him. <laughs> Mary Lane and anyone connected with her
2: always meant poison to him. Now Randy's dared to enter his own private domain. Poor Ben. He must make the whole world united to cause him trouble. You know, Jesse, Ben's trying to think of himself as persecuted anyway.
0: Well, you don't need to tell me.
2: Hmm. As a matter of fact, there's not much he can do in this case. No reason why Randy shouldn't go into the real estate business if he wants to. Of course not. Ben's had a monopoly too long as it is.
0: Just well, the same, Brett. Remember, that's how Ben made all his money. The money I'm to inherit.
2: Hmm. Well, I suppose I ought to be on Ben's side. But honesty forces me to admit that the idea of Randy's making a success amuses me. I hope he does.
0: So do I. For several reasons. Ben can't expect to have his own way about everything. But that doesn't keep him from being curious. (laughs) Especially since Randy chose to set himself up right smack dab across the street from Ben's office. (laughs) No. Oh, (laughs) yes. He's on the second floor of the Porter building. Oh,
2: Jeffy, that's marvelous. I wonder if he did it on purpose.
0: He might have, but I rather doubt it. No, I think he probably couldn't find anything else in town.
2: (laughs) It's a wonderful situation.
0: Yes, but Randy's not the sort of person to go about things indirectly. If he wanted to get in Ben's hair, I think he'd do it openly. However, if he'd planned it, he couldn't have done anything to irk Ben more than this hair.
2: I suppose Ben's been storming all over the place.
0: He's wild, Brett. You should have seen him when he told me about it yesterday. That's what I started to say... If he keeps up the way he has been, well, I keep remembering what Dr. Lewis told me.
2: About Ben's heart condition?
0: Yes. It isn't good for him to get so overwrought.
2: No, well, hardly. Lewis warned him to take it easy, didn't he?
0: Mm-hmm. And if the doctor had seen Ben yesterday after he came home from town, he would have been really worried. You see, Ben ran into Mary Lane on Main Street. He was watching him put the sign on Randy's window. That was the first he knew about it. By the time he got home, he was
2: sneezing. Well, Jesse, Ben's of a naturally excitable disposition. He always has flown into these tempers of his, hasn't he? Not much to be done. No,
0: oh, but you see, Dr. Lewis told me it's that sort of thing which can bring on one of his attacks.
2: stimulation.
0: And he simply can't take it, Brett. Dr. Lewis warned me. He said... No,
2: I know doctors always talk that way, Jesse. On the other hand, Ben might go on for years, regardless of how many tantrums he flies in. Yeah,
0: oh, but Dr. Lewis said he might... Well, just go all of a sudden if he didn't watch
2: himself. It's possible. With hmm? Ben's trouble, one can't make any definite prediction.
0: No. But the chances are Ben's going to lose his temper once too often. And it may happen any time. What I mean is, if we're just willing to be patient... And
2: on the other hand, we might have to be patient a lot longer than you think. That's why we can't afford to sit back and let the matter ride. we got to take some action on our own.
0: Oh, Brett, I...
2: It's very simple, Jessie. Remember you told me about this medication Lewis prescribed?
0: Why, yes.
2: What were the instructions again?
0: Well, the doctor said Ben must keep a supply on hand at all times. One bottle at the office and, of course, one at home, too.
2: Yes, yes that's what I thought. Jesse, I know just what you must do.
0: What, Brett?
2: I want you to get hold of an extra set of the bottles.
0: An extra? You mean as a medicine?
2: No, just the bottles, the empty bottles you remember where Ben got the stuff?
0: Why, yes. Yeah. It had a label from Perry's drugstore.
2: Fine. Won't be any trick at all to manage.
0: I'd like to know how you figure that. Remember, Brett, it's a prescription. How in the world can I go barging up to John Perry and say I want two empty bottles, the kind he uses for Ben's medicine?
2: You don't ask for empty bottles, my sweet. You buy the full ones. Remember, there's such a thing as a refillable prescription.
0: Refillable? I didn't think of that.
2: Well, it's quite possible that's the sort Ben used.
0: Well, supposing it is. It doesn't mean I can drop in casually and have it filled.
2: Jessie, darling, you're still very clever at getting what you want without a man realizing what's happening to him. And with John Perry, you ought to be quite sensational. He's not oblivious to the ladies, I'm sure.
0: But I... I don't like the sound of this.
2: But why not?
0: Well, why? I don't understand what you have in mind.
2: Don't worry about it, darling. When the time comes... No. No what?
0: I'm not going to do a single thing until you tell me what this is all about. I, I hate working in the dark this way.
2: But, Jesse, don't you trust me? Don't you believe in my decisions?
0: Well, that's not the point. Of course I trust you. But I have a right to know what's going on. Unless you're afraid to tell me because you don't trust me.
2: Well, now we're talking around in circles. All
0: right, then. Tell me what your idea is and we can start going in a straight line. Dear me, such determination. If you expect me to go to a lot of trouble, take risks. You'll have to let me know why I'm doing so. I want the whole story, Brett. All the way through, you've had a trick of stalling me every time I ask you a definite question. You tell me to do this, do that. I don't intend to go on this
2: way. What a firebrand. You know, Bella, I love you when you're in this defiant mood. It's really quite charming.
0: Yes, I know. I know. I've heard it before. Don't try to put me off, it's Brett. Starving. I... Either you tell me what you have in mind, or I'll have nothing more to do with any of this business.
2: All oh, right, that's
1: I'll I'll tell you. Brett's reluctance to reveal his intention to Jesse was based on his secret uneasiness. Several times recently, Ben's wife had shown herself to have more of a conscience than Brett considered safe to the plan he had in mind. Suppose he told her, and she backed out completely. But apparently he thought there was no way out now. He'd have to take the chance, for Jesse was determined to know. When she did, would she agree to cooperate with him?